Big Bruce. Big Bad Bruce. Don't let me down. Bruce. Don't let me down. Bruce. It's Bruce Gray. How many women work in your office? Nine. Okay. They and they are loyal to you like I have never seen anybody loyal yep. before. I'm I'm blessed with that. Okay. And uh they respect you as much as you respect them. Yes. I remember when a few names came out. I don't know if it was the Charlie Rose or if it was the Kevin Spacey <laughs> or where in the long list now of offenders that we have. But I remember you saying that the, the women in your office had said to you, Bruce, I know there are guys right now shaking behind their desks, just waiting for the doors to open. For, you and they're next. And they're next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you talked about it much with them since? Uh, yeah, you know, it comes up every once in a while, Will, you know, but it's it's now it's now turning into just, well, I wonder who it'll be today. It's not it, even a, yeah. It's not even a big deal. So Matt Lauer was a surprise or not a surprise? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was a shocker, but uh, be, mainly because of the position. You know, Will, I watched something on, on Meet the Press. I thought it was very interesting. Kathy Turr from MSNBC, who's very good, was talking, and she says, isn't it amazing that Hollywood and the media are dealing with us a lot, lot better than the politicians. If you have a problem in the in Hollywood or the media, you're gone, gone, gone. And Matt walks into work, gone. See, ya. you don't, you know, you don't. There's no trial. There's no yep. discussion. There's no nothing. Gone. You got this guy running this ch- accused child molester in Alabama. You got Al Franken. He, he makes an apology. He's still hanging around. You got John Conyers, the the, the, the black councilman out of out of New York City. They're all sitting there, still in the job. You got the president with twelve faces, the girls that he's molested up at the wall, and somehow they don't. Nothing happens. There's like it's just like two different. It's two different ways. That people are dealing with it. and you got to really hand it to the, these industries that are trying to deal with it as fast as they possibly can and of course now we're dealing with greg zahn you know uh, greg zahn uh, yeah greg zahn is a uh, baseball analyst <laughs> former TSN, Blue Jays player yeah. yeah and are you surprised by that one no i've read too many sports books at <laughs> least <laughs> uh, at least kim and i saw that and just went yeah that seems about right but that's what we're doing matt matt is matt is uh matt was c- concerned because it, there was no warning except uh, you know matt uh, lowry talking Matt about. Lauer is, is and uh, he's such a high profile guy, Willie. There's a guy walking away from a $25 million salary for being an idiot. $28 million now. Yeah, scary. I mean, and, and we're, and then people always ask me now, where do they go? What do they do? Well, guess what? I ain't living in New York anymore. That's for sure. If I'm Matt Lauer, I'm probably living in Brazil. He, I just read this morning that uh, Matt Lauer is actually looking for a $30 million buyout from his contract because he's still a year and a half on it. Okay, so Bruce, you deal with uh, big rock and roll stars who yeah. have a lot, a lot of money, mm-hmm. and this is what I this is what I kind of think has happened with the with the guys who make a lot of money that reality starts to distort from them, or the world doesn't work for them the way it works for regular people. They just think, well, I can do whatever the hell I want. I'm worth $25 million a year. I can do whatever the hell I want. Well, a five foot two rock star with a big, a lot of cash, all of a sudden is a six foot four good looking guy when he's sitting on his wallet. Okay. And I mean, people are throwing themselves at him. And that, and that you have to deal with too, Will, is sometimes people actually are throwing themselves at you. Okay. And it's, it's, you've seen it's, that. Oh, of course. We all have. We're in this business. I mean, even in, no matter who you are, of any kind of notoriety, you get a bit of that. And, and I think it's, it's difficult. But these, that isn't the case here with these things. This is not the case. This is about somebody else inviting somebody up to the room and answering, answering the door naked. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Well. Hey, listen, I'm curious to know because you're never mind the, uh, the, the, the fact that you managed 
uh, or manage uh, uh, Michael Bublé, Brian Adams. Yeah. But you're also Jan Arden's yeah. manager. Yeah. Michael uh, 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 Martina McBride's Was, manager. Yeah. Did they have groupies coming at them? I'm curious to know if the well, reverse is true. Well, it's guys... pretty, well funny. You, t- you, go to, I, you go back to when I was managing Anne Murray. She had that farmer in Saskatchewan hanging around sure. and coming to the shows and walking up to the stage and handing her flowers and having the RCMP with her at every show in Canada. I mean, that's, uh, that's unnerving, but that's a whole different thing than what it, that what uh, the the females are dealing with in in the workplace than what Anne was doing well, she was dealing with a guy who was mentally ill really yeah. and and uh, she went to jail sooner or later but it it does happen in the it reverse. does happen but not the same okay um you fly a lot yeah i'm sick of it. i just came in to, i just flew in last night from uh, los angeles after getting up in the morning flying toronto to los angeles and and uh, back home in the same day and now i now i come in today and i got to go to tel aviv on uh, saturday wow night. okay first what was going on in los angeles well i just went down there for a meeting the president of labels are always going through these shifts and a new president at warner brothers michael's label came coming in and he wanted to come have, want to have a talk with me so i mean I go down and let's see what's going on because we're in the middle of starting up a you know a new album and stuff like that. So okay. I just went down for a talk. That's all, nothing big. To talk to Michael Bublé's record manager, yeah, record, no record, the guy who's the executive, the top guy. Okay, uh, have you seen the TV commercials with the record reps all sitting around? Yeah. Oh, hey, this internet fad is real. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it great? It, well, well, there were meetings when I was going, <laughs> when I was in the country music business down in Nashville, Tennessee, you'd go into meetings and there'd all be guys sitting around in the, behind the table, behind, behind the, the desk in the, in the, in the room there, at the big uh, board room, there's some guys set up against the wall. They're just in chairs. They're observing the meeting, right? But they're kind of like trainees and stuff, a little lower level guys. Okay. And you know, you would tie and of course a lot of this stuff came out of, out of colleges. So anyway, we were sitting there and I remember that they're asking questions. We're talking about the different changes and things going on. And the guy puts up his hand from Vanderbilt university and says, you know, there's this thing that we're doing in colleges. Now we get to all this music for free. There's this thing called Napster. It's, it's really coming on strong. Hey, that's 1% of the business. We don't worry about that. Now shut up. Now <laughs> let's move along. <laughs> You know, and, I, and I'll never forget it. You know, you know but excuse me, we're, we're getting all this music for free right now. You ought to maybe, you know, what are you nuts? You know, next. Where's that going to go? It's going nowhere. Okay. I want to loop back around. The reason I, the reason I brought up the, uh, you fly a lot. Oh, oh, what are you going to Tel Aviv for? Shows in there. Who? Adams is playing two shows in Tel Aviv and one in Jerusalem. Three shows, three days. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I've been there before, but now I now they understand. If you're reading the papers today, they're going to maybe move the capital city to Jerusalem, which uh, one of the other groups, the, of course, the Palestinians aren't too happy about that to make the capital of Israel in Jerusalem. So I just sent a note while I was sitting outside, sent a note to our agent, say, "Can you check that out? I just don't want to be in the middle of a riot. Thank you. You know." <laughs> okay, so. Have you noticed a big clamoring from uh, passengers that they needed the, to be able to carry on a six centimeter knife on aircraft in Canada? I have not noticed that, Will. Because as November 27th, as of November 27th, you can now take a knife on as long as it's six inches or smaller onto all Canadian aircraft, even if they are internationally It wasn't that long ago. You couldn't take nail clippers on there. Yeah. Nail clippers are dangerous. Six inch <laughs> is that, is that going through? Yeah, it's done. It happened. It's, it's now, it now happened. Oh, I can see it in his eyes. <laughs> Bruce's handbag just changed. The contents of his handbag just changed. I'm yeah. just trying to see what pressure group was pushing for that. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it either. Uh, have a good time in television. You bet, Will. We'll Take it easy. Bye-bye.